What another fun day at World Cup 2018. Hope you were able to catch some of the action today. Really fun one. Let's get straight to the reviews of today's games. First one, Belgium versus Tunisia. As predicted, a goal fest in this one. Belgium taking the early 2-0 lead. Uh, just seeming to run away with it, but Tunisia snatching one back just two minutes later off of a set piece, and then it just got more fun from there for Belgium at least. Incredible technical skill. They look great. High-level play from them as they would put three more up, and Tunisia getting a consolation goal at the end. Belgium are looking good. They qualify for the next stage, although you have to think Panama and Tunisia are not the strongest of tests. And this will take some sting out of the big matchup of this group. England versus Belgium is the one that people would circle on the calendar, but it's now in round three, and with Belgium already being through, they don't need to win that one. So we'll see if they feel the full-strength team to prove something, uh, and also tomorrow's game with England will probably have an effect on that game as well. Mexico versus South Korea. The Mexico bandwagon rolls on. A clear handball in the box, and Carlos Vela puts away the penalty. And a goal on the earlier side always helps with momentum. Mexico just seemed to have a handle on the game, and Javier Hernandez getting the second goal, his 50th in his Mexico career, nicknamed Chicharito by his father at an early age, a fun little nickname he's had on his jersey at times. South Korea would get a late consolation goal as well, a screamer from their star, Sun Hyung Min, top 10 goal candidate for you to check out there. But let's move to Germany versus Sweden. My pick of the match to watch, and I don't think it disappointed. A lot going on here. Germany looking strong from the onset, but Sweden would end up getting the opening goal. This goal would come just after an incidental collision caused Sebastian Rudy to be subbed off. He got clipped by a foot in the face. Blood came gushing out of his nose, and uh, he had to come off. So in the mix of Germany playing with the 10 men while dealing with that injury, and then the sub came on in Ilkay Gundogan. Plans just being changed early might have had an effect here as Sweden put some pressure on. They recognized that Germany were playing with less men and a new player came on. Uh, they put some pressure on and get the first goal. A great ball chested down by Ola Toivonen and just the right deflection to chip it over Manuel Neuer off the defender. Manuel Neuer might be considered the best goalkeeper in the world if not for a, a bad foot injury. He missed pretty much the whole of last season for his club team Bayern Munich. He only got healthy just before this World Cup, and to put him right back into the starting spot might be a dicey move, I think. He seems shaky at times, as well as just the German defense in general, particularly the center backs. Jerome Boateng, who also plays for Bayern Munich, if you're keeping track, that's seven members of their whole squad that play for the German Giants. He was not playing as good as he can, seeming reckless, poorly positioned, and outran at times, and in this game, Antonio Rudiger was the other center back. A rather newcomer to this German outfit, getting the start over the more experienced Mats Hummels, who was out due to a neck injury from training. Same story for him, just looked lost at a lot of the time. However, Germany would come out of halftime firing on all cylinders, getting an early equalizer, but then things seemed to turn into Mexico all over again. Sweden sat back and Germany just couldn't find a way through, couldn't finish their chances. Sweden would spring some counterattacks, look like they might be able to get back in the lead, and matters just seemed to get worse for Germany when Boateng received his second yellow card. Germany reduced to 10 men for the rest of the game. I think a lot of people thought, oh, this is exactly the wrong thing Germany needed. But the response, Germany subbed a defensive player off, and they went all out attack to find a way to win. And boy, did they at the last second. Uh, definitely check out this goal. Tony Cruz, who plays his club soccer at Real Madrid, another central midfielder who doesn't make those headlines because of guys like Ronaldo and Bale. Um, he fizzed in his free kick at a wicked angle, 
and is placed in the exact spot to go into the goal at the last minute. Germany get the win that they needed, 2-1, to one, and with a lot of work to do, injuries to overcome, they take on South Korea match day three, who have been eliminated today, so an opponent without something to fight for might just be what Germany needs at this point as they're starting to build momentum to make it into the knockout stage. This group is set up for a wild match day three. Uh, Mexico has six points, Germany has three points, and Sweden has three points. So with Sweden playing Mexico, if Sweden beat Mexico by a few goals, they might beat out Mexico for a spot through goal differential. Germany will also have to score some goals against South Korea to get the three points and goal differential will come into play possibly for them so if anybody ties at any point the tiebreaker is the goal differential which is you add up the total of goals scored versus goals given up and that gives you a plus minus rating a goal differential and that's how you decide those tiebreakers so match day three will be very fascinating for this one previewing tomorrow's matches england versus panama england facing another should win but might not match Panama proved a little feisty against Belgium, and I talked about England's inexperience. So the question is, will the relief of barely beating Tunisia be enough weight off their back? I think they will continue to figure out their style. They're lucky to get this opponent at this time, so as long as they can keep their composure and not get frustrated if the first few chances go missing, they should be fine. Japan versus Senegal. The two winners of this group... They'll be battling to see who can get to qualification first, which makes this one a good matchup. They'll each want to earn that insurance so they can maybe rest their players on match day three. Evenly matched sides, but Japan, remember, earned their win against a 10-man Colombia team. So Senegal will have the slight advantage mentally in that regard, and I think they have a bit more talent all around the field. So I think Senegal might be winning this one. Poland versus Colombia. This one's my pick of match of the day because these two teams are both in spots that they do not want to be. This is a must win for both of them as a draw would be too risky as far as getting closer to qualifying. So so expect both teams to be going for it, which should open up the game. James Rodriguez looks likely to start for Colombia, and that's a huge game changer for them. I think things will go from bad to worse for Poland again, and Colombia will be buoyed by the return of their young star. So I think Colombia's got the edge in this one. As the Fox analysts have been saying almost every day, are you not entertained? This is becoming one of the most wild and exciting World Cups in recent memory. So keep enjoying those matches, and I'll see you tomorrow.